Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Artful Athlete podcast. Today, we're going to give an answer to the question, how does the voice work? Whether you're a speaker, a performer, singer, podcaster, coach, a teacher, as long as you have a voice, make daily use of it, and are hoping to connect to its full potential, give yourself the gift of vocal knowledge. It holds the key to achieving presence, resonance and confidence. So how does your voice work? Well, let's change our approach ever so slightly and rather ask, from a technical point of view, what is a voice? A voice is a type of sound. And a sound is made of air vibrations. The air that we store in the lungs on the inhale is responsible for the physical manifestation of our language, our onomatopoeias, our noises, our sounds, our voices. Voices, yes, plural, because as we'll soon see, you have more than one. In order to produce a sound, we need to push out the air that we've stored in our lungs to exhale it. The lungs empty their supply up a pipe called the trachea, or windpipe, and if you place your hands at the front of your throat, you'll be able to find it easily. It's the biggest pipe in the throat, and if you have a feel around with your fingers, you'll be able to sense some ridges. The one we're going to focus on lies roughly in the middle of the throat, and feels a little bit bigger and rather more solid than the others. As you exhale, the air leaves the lungs and travels up the windpipe until it arrives in a vibrating chamber, also known as voice box. In the past, the popular belief was that we had six or seven vocal cords waiting to be played in this voice box. It's not true. At the end of your trachea lies a cartilage in the shape of a circle. It's positioned horizontally in your throat. You felt one of its edges earlier. Inside this circular cartilage, you have two sets of membranes and muscles overlapping each other. However, not completely, as there is a V-shaped opening along the diameter of our circle. Of these membranes, only one plays a part in our vocal production. The names of those membranes will provide you with a clear answer. The top layer is called the false cords. Now, that says it all, doesn't it? You will have guessed it. This set has no role whatsoever in sound production. It helps prevent foreign bodies going down your trachea. Those could either be dust, particles, or even food or liquids. The esophagus, which leads to the stomach being next door parallel to our windpipe, this can happen. Our false cords close up and work with the air we're coughing to expel the foreign item back the other way to the mouth or esophagus. The actual vocal cords are below our false ones. They open on the inhale, letting the air through to the lungs and close when we speak. The air expelled from the lungs passes between them, et voila, sound is born. The sound you make comes from the vibrations of your two actual vocal cords and the space given for those vibrations to echo in. Depending on where it is sent, it could have more body and resonance, adopt a different tessiture, pitch even. And 
This is how ultimately voice researchers came to discover the different voices accessible to humans. The head voice, where most of the vibrations travel through the upper throat and the skull. Think of a high-pitched voice, or in the singing realm, of a soprano or even a tenor. We then have our mixed voice, which could be your regular speaking voice, in my case I know it is. Medium volume, medium pitch, vibrations going through the back of the neck and the lower skull, the throat and the upper chest. If you're a mezzo or an alto, you're likely to be using this in-between voice, which is more gentle than our third voice. The chest voice. Beaming, booming, loud, powerful. How come? Well, when you're using your chest voice, you are sending the vibrations to the ribcage, to the back, to the belly. There is an awful lot more place there than in the head or the throat. In the art of singing, the chest voice is helpful to reach a deeper sound. Think baritone and bass. It is also the voice to use if you're trying to belt or be loud. When working on opening your voice and being heard, we work on shifting the resonance of your vibration to this area, to the chest, so it has enough space to echo in, leaving you no choice but to accept that A. You can be loud and B. That you will be heard. Now, let's wind back very briefly. When we try to speak, the air gathered on the inhale leaves the lungs, goes up the trachea and pushes against the closed vocal cords to bring your sound to life. At this stage, however, it is quiet and almost inaudible. It needs a bit more help before becoming your voice. It needs a bit more help before becoming what you and others around you will hear shortly. The vibrations born from the friction between air and vocal cords travel through the throat and mouth, finding help along the way in the articulators, which pave the way to the opening of your mouth. Articulators bring shape and body to your inaudible voice. You use them daily. The palate, the veil of the palate, the cheeks, the nasal cavities, the lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue, etc. Playing around with those allow you to vocalize consonants, vowels, words and languages. Now that you've come to realize the main component of your voice is basically air, don't you think it makes sense to work on your breath? On aligning your air column so it can travel with ease, on relaxing your diaphragm, on expanding your ribcage and lung capacity to ensure a steady flow when you'll speak, and considering how our breath gets affected by our physical and emotional state, the pressures our bodies and minds are under. Doesn't it make sense if you have a voice and want to give it power, confidence and resonance? If you want to be heard, to take time to include a breath practice to your day and pave the way to vocal mastery? Breath practice will have you also understand the connection between breath, brain, body and emotions. Enhance your ability to connect to those and you'll therefore enhance your ability to connect with your audience through your speech. Connect to your truth. Connect to your voice. If you've listened to episode 3, you know how important it is to embody your truth vocally. 
It is the key to freedom of creation and freedom of expression. Let's go back to the breath before signing off from this episode. As mentioned earlier, the breath, your breath, is affected by both physical and emotional tensions within the body and the mind. We'll dive into this connection later on, but for now, to seal our time together, I would like to invite you to join me on a simple breath exercise. A simple flow you can practice at home or when you're out walking. If you're doing this lying down, make yourself comfortable, but please do not cross your legs. If you're sitting down, rest your back against a wall or the back of your chair, both feet flat on the floor, and again, do not cross your legs. Place your right hand on your stomach, your left hand on your heart. First round, we'll inhale through the nose for five, sending the air to the belly. Your right hand will rise, your left hand shouldn't move at all. We'll hold our breath for five, before exhaling for five. I invite you to exhale out. And here we go, inhaling through the nose into the belly. One, two, three, four, five. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four, five. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Next round, inhale through the nose into the belly. One, two, three, four, five. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four, five. And exhale through the mouth. One, two, three, four, five. Now we're going to shift our focus to your left hand and your ribcage. Same rhythm, but now your right hand is the one staying steady and your left hand the one rising with the breath with your chest. So I invite you to exhale out. And here we go, inhaling through the nose into the chest. One, two, three, four, five. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four, five, and exhale, one, two, three, four, five, and again, inhaling through the nose into the chest, one, two, three, four, five, hold your breath, one, two, three, four, five, and exhale, one, two, three, four, five. And now, lastly, a longer breath. We'll inhale for five through the belly, then carry on with the same inhale, slowly for five through the chest. We'll hold our breath for five, before exhaling the air out of the chest for five, and then the air in the belly for five. We'll do this twice. Now exhale out and here we go. Breathing in through the belly. One, two, three, four, five. Carrying on through the chest. One, two, three, four, five. Hold your breath. One, 
two, three, four, five. Exhale the air in the chest. One, two, three, four, five. And the air in the belly. One, two, three, four, five. Second round. Inhale through the belly. One, two, three, four, five. Through the chest. One, two, three, four, five. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four, five. Exhale the chest. One, two, three, four, five. Exhale the belly. One, two, three, four, five. And relax. Thank you very much for listening. I hope today's episode brought you some knowledge, peace and release. Speaking of release, next week we'll look at a quick routine available to everyone that will help you release your speech and create healthy vocal foundations to fit all your vocal goals. I'll speak to you soon. 